what's up everyone? Adam, welcome here, fellow with the uh, Center for Innovation, with my very, very good friend who I've actually run a marathon with. You can hear her laughing, Jessica Cabine, and we are, we're just, we're here at the uh, NASP conference in Louisville, and uh, I was like, Jess, let's record a quick podcast, and Jess, like, just give me a word to talk about, and I have more than a word, I have a sentence. Jess, what are some qualities that you remember from your favorite leaders? My favorite leaders were ones that just gave me space. I think that's something we take for granted now. Like if they actually had a conversation with us, they weren't multitasking, they weren't looking around, they were really focused on me. And even if it was five minutes, it just feeling that value and that respect for me. And I try really hard now to emulate that, to you know, be in person as much as I can with the people and try to limit distractions so I can be focused on that. Yeah, you know, I've thought about that question. That's why I asked it because I feel like leaders, especially school principals, you get so in the moment and you're busy and you're, I, I hate the term putting out fires, but you're, you know, you're running your school and to think back of like, what are the other people that I really enjoyed when I was in the classroom or other people that I, like our mentors of mine uh, do and then I try to do them. It's, you know, like my son plays baseball and we'll watch a baseball game. And I'll say, hey, like, look at the best hitter. Who are your favorite hitters? What do they do? Who's your favorite shortstop? How do they move? Um, and just use that as a learning kind of mm -hmm. resource, yeah. you know, um, for yourself. So uh, talk about superintendents. I feel like every district's a little bit different. Like the big districts and even small districts, some of the principals, like they don't really talk to their superintendents, which is interesting. Uh, I know your former superintendent um, and everyone's a little bit different. Yeah. What would you say to your superintendent if you had them alone for, for like 30 minutes and they said, just be honest, be open, uh, what would you say to them? Yeah, and I think just for people listening too, I think that's, Adam, it's a really important question and something if you're nervous about that, Vulnerability builds trust. Mm -hmm. It's not the other way around. You can't trust somebody and then be vulnerable. It's that, so being open, and so sometimes that is saying something that you don't know if they really wanna hear. And so um, we're really excited. We have a new superintendent in our district. And one of the things through COVID is principals really got to be a human punching bag this year. And so one of the things I have had this opportunity, I just said, you know, I would love it when cabinet comes in to just say something positive about our school, something positive you've seen. It doesn't mean it erases all the negative things, but sometimes principals don't get that opportunity to say, what are some things I'm doing well? Because we are gonna focus on everything we're not doing well. And sometimes we do that to a detriment to ourselves and self-deprecating, where I think sometimes hearing some positive things from our superintendent, we can lean in on those leadership skills, grow them and develop them and just become better. Yeah. That is a that is such good advice. As you're talking, I'm looking at you, Jessica, and um, you know, uh, not most people probably don't know our our story together, um, but I love our story and just how we um, how we are connected. And I think a, a really big missing piece for a lot of people still, even in this very very connected world, is a deeper connection with a smaller group of people. Um, it, you, it, I send you a Christmas card every year and you mm -hmm. send me one and you and I have a very, very deep connection. With that being said, what advice could you give to people or what nudge could, could you give them to reach out to somebody that maybe they think they would want to get to know better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on a professional level 
that maybe can then turn into a yeah. friendship that like yeah. you and I have. I've been to your home. You've been to my home. We've run a marathon together. Mm-hmm. And I know if I need something personally or professionally, I'm in California and you're in Minnesota. You know, we, we have each other and just that, uh, though that invaluable relationship, mm-hmm. uh, any advice for people that yeah. may be tentative or how to go about doing that? Absolutely. And, and you're being very kind. I stalked you. I stalked you. I literally stalked him, everybody. We were, I followed him on social media. I was on Boxer and I was just geeking out starstruck that Adam Welcome knew who I was and followed me on Twitter. And I think from that point, I took the step forward and Simon just talked about this. You know, to become a better leader, you look to other leaders. It is not a competition. It's a collaboration and it's a calling. And so for me, the blessing was that you took me under your wing and helped me learn and grow. And then from that, I think you learned things from me and now we have a solid friendship. So I think that's the thing is don't be afraid to reach out and ask somebody a question. How are you doing this? And I think too often you see things and you're like, well, I could never do this. I could never be this. When that's in your gut, that's the opportunity to say, no, I think I want to learn from that person. And you never know where those relationships will go. That being said, especially if you are starting, it can get overwhelming. And so I think Renee Brown talks about that square squad. So those people that like on that post-it note, you know, make sure you have a, a solid square. You don't need a poster paper or a bulletin board, but just a few key people um, to just keep it tight and be real with them. And you're going to be able to have those deeper relationships. Yeah. And so Jessica is being silly because I did not take her under my wing. <laughs> yes, you uh, did. Stop and, it. You know, but I remember early on, though, I had written a book and I remember telling Jessica, like, yeah, and you know, you will someday too. And like, what? No. And you're like on your eighth book now. And I said, yeah, you'll be doing speaking. And like now she's traveling all over. And I think, you know, finding the right people that will not, you know, take, that was your term, take you under your wing, but just help you hold your hand or stand in front of you or beside you and encourage, uh, you know, that person uh, for me early on was Peter DeWitt. Uh, Peter, if you're listening, I love you, my friend, uh, who I met years ago. Um, and kind of said, hey, I want you to be my friend and mentor as well, too. And you have nothing to lose because all they can say is no or not right now. Or sometimes people will kind of ask me like mm-hmm. that. I say, you know, Ash, I think this person who I know really well would be better suited for you based on kind of your personality and what you're looking for. And I know you're a big connector, mm-hmm. um, just like like me as well. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's super important. Jessica, any any uh, closing just ideas or uh, things you want to drop to the audience? Uh, gosh, um, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned through the pandemic and leading and now watching my child leave the nest in the next year, having a senior in high school, is um, when you live well, you lead well. Mm. And I think so often, especially through the pandemic, we were 24-7 leaders. We were constantly waiting for the next COVID pivot or the next contact tracing, or and we're still living in that. And I think um, we need to really recalibrate, take back our life, and put some boundaries on that. Because when you live well, you're going to lead your school well. You're going to lead and work in life and ultimately build a culture of really positive success for everybody. Yeah. And I also, I love how you model that, you know, people that follow you on social media. Media, just going away you know, with your amazing husband Rob, taking time. Herman, Herman has like its own his own Instagram account. Um, no, but I when you when you take care of yourself in your personal life, you're better in your professional yes. life. And your personal life, people, is actually more important. Um, but your professional life gets better when you focus Absolutely. on your uh, on your on your personal life. Jessica Cabine, my name is Adam. Welcome. 
naesp.org. Make sure you go check it out. If you're not a member, make sure you join. And also go to Logitech.com. Logitech is a sponsor in this podcast. Uh, they have great microphones, great headsets. We're using the Blue Yeti right now. It's a great, great kind of introductory, uh, but also super awesome quality uh, microphone for, uh, for your podcast. So everyone listening, thanks for all you do. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.